2: Um. So, like, if Buddy Bot was to say like,
0: "It's me, Mario."
2: <laughs> um, or uh,
0: <laughs> let's go.
2: Or if you did like, um, uh, I I really like uh, what's the old guy from Diablo? Um, stay a while and listen. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Deckard Cain. So if you did Deckard Cain doing, like, quotes from other characters, like, I'm Deckard Cain. Stay a while and listen. But you had him doing, like, um, (laughs) the Terminator. Like, I'll be back. Patrolling the Mojave almost makes you wish for a nuclear winter in Latin. (laughs) Patrolling the Mojave almost makes you wish for a nuclear winter. Or Buddy Bot.
0: Patrolling the Mohammed almost makes you wish for a nuclear winter.
2: <laughs> but anytime I do Buddybot, his inflection is, is just his own. It's not the inflection of the actual quote. Um, <laughs> or like, um uh what's his face? Uh Liberty Prime. Um Liberty Prime online, right? But it'd be like Liberty Prime online. Like it's just it's his own inflection liberty prime online Stay a while and listen or you had like uh gollum gollum doing like uh Stall around and listen <laughs> Or uh, liberty prime online It doesn't work all well around Habits. you missed the mechanist voice I can do mechanist um here hold on I just have to switch over the setting uh one of the um stream loot packs uh, is a card for making me be the Mechanist while playing games. Hello!
0: I am
2: the Mechanist! Yeah, see, there he is. What else do I have on this one? What about this one? this one? Whoa. 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 Whoa, Liberty Prime Online. That's pretty fun. What about this one? Hello. <laughs> I'm a robot. Hello, Laney. What's going on in here? Hello. I'm just playing with buttons. Fun. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. it's good. It's good. Um, process. Nasty herbicides. I was, uh, I was like, what if you do a well, character's voice, but you do quotes from other characters? So, like, what if Gollum is doing Mario? And be like, What's that's a girl. Tilt us, process. What's Tilt us? just spit all over the place i don't know i was just i was doing a mix of them uh yeah all right guys well thanks for joining us um are you ready to get started
3: yeah Give me just a second i want to pull up the um twitch chat on my phone
2: twitch chat see what's going on yeah twitch chat on? yeah twitch chat the twitchiest of chats twitch chat Twitch chat, the twitchiest of chats, yeah. That's my, um, 80s metal rock voice. Mm-hmm. Twitch chat, How's that? Is that good? That's good.
3: That good,
2: that's good. That's my 80s metal guy. Maybe 80s metal guy should be, uh, should do an intro. Should do an intro? Welcome
1: to the Fallout location!
2: Wait, that was good. That was that was almost Eddie Vedder. <laughs> almost. <laughs> uh, that was almost Eddie Vedder. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Uh. But oh, uh, I've got to think of the, what's the line that I do when I do Eddie Vedder? uh At home, drawing pictures of mountain Tahoe for time. i show anyway <laughs> <laughs> that's my eddie better oh, <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny uh sing the connection song <laughs> i don't even remember how that went i just made it up on the spot um all right well now that we've done all that <laughs> oh man this is gonna go in the extended episode because i've been doing the beginning parts as part as the part of the extended episodes Oh, Oh, this is why you guys need to sub. They're going
3: to see how funny you are. They're going
2: to see my ridiculous voices. Oh, Oh, up to uh, 2,650 caps. Nice. You should cash those in. All right. You want to get started? We're talking about Fallout New Vegas. Sounds just like him. (laughs) Side glance. Oh, man. All right. You ready? I
3: am. I am ready.
2: All right. Let's do it. Welcome, friends, vault dwellers, adventurers, ghouls, party people. This is the Fallout Lorecast. We're back, and we're back with a regular episode of the Fallout Lorecast, but this is kind of not really a regular episode because we're diving into something that I've been putting off for a while because it's kind of a big, big thing to open up on. It's kind of a big deal. I'm your host Tom or robots and I'm here with my co-host Lainey or Neos Pandora Lainey. How are you doing? Hello. How, how are you?
3: Actually, that's a lie. I'm all right. Whoa.
2: You're all right. I'm now fun things things are a little rough. Yeah. <laughs> I hear you had a fun a fun visit with some uh, grand grand people yeah, yesterday. I
3: had, yeah, I had a great day yesterday and also a not great day yesterday. It was like the first half of my day which was i guess most of the day was fine and then like the last four hours of my day were just not that great
2: (laughs) i'm sorry i'm sorry
3: it's all good
2: things are you gonna be (laughs) all right yeah oh
3: yeah
2: okay everything's fine that's good i'm glad (laughs) things worked out um uh yeah well we'll talk later if you need any if you want any dad any dad talk help you out i'm good let me know all right (laughs) um (laughs) yeah no problem um so uh the big the big deal this this week is or this month even is that we've been we've been talking about all sorts of different other topics throughout the uh, the length and breadth of this show but rarely have we delved into New Vegas. I've been keeping it kind of more Fallout. Well, we did we I talked a little bit about Fallout 1 and Fallout 2, kind of recap those stories. More recently, Lainey and I've dug into some of the locations and places in Fallout 3, talked a lot about the characters and the characters and places of Fallout 4 been digging in a lot of that stuff and then last month we were talking a lot about fallout 76 and the different factions and the groups there it is time friends to go back to new vegas new vegas is one of a a lot of people claim to be their favorite of the Fallout games or at least the favorite story of the Fallout games and there's a lot involved with that we've talked a little bit around new vegas especially with our patrons but we haven't really dug into the meat of it so today We're opening up Fallout New Vegas and we're going to start with what makes sense to me, the Courier, Courier 6, your character, the protagonist in the story. And we're going to dig into what we actually know about the Courier and maybe even some theories about who the Courier may actually be because their background is a little foggy. So that's that's today's topic, Lainey. Why don't you kick us off? What do we know? What do we know from the game about the Courier?
3: Well, well, I mean, technically a lot of things because you play as the Courier, but I'll give you a pretty. Right. But what do we know about
2: the background of the Courier? Like before you, before you enter the mind and body of this character to take over (laughs) the control of them, which is weird if you think about it. uh, What happens before that? What do we know?
3: Well, we don't know a whole lot.
2: We don't know a whole lot. And that is in Lainey's final word because she decided to leave right there. Oh, she's coming back. Why do we always have connection issues? All right. She's back. That was, that was perfect because he said, we don't know a whole lot. And then you left. And it was like, we don't know it. Well, that's it. We don't know a whole lot. Okay. Bye. See ya.
3: Can you hear me? Oh, yes. yeah. It works
2: now. Okay. Yeah.
3: Um, I'm so sorry. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right. So we don't know a whole lot uh, initially, but I'll walk you through. I guess the intro. I know many of you probably have played New Vegas, um, but when you're introduced to the courier, you we refer to him as the courier because he does not have a name, or they don't have a name. They, the yeah, male, female, they, yeah, male, female. They can you
2: can choose, um, sure.
3: And then so yeah, they don't have a name necessarily. You get to pick it, right? Of course, because you're playing a game, but they don't know what their name is, and they don't know their past. What they do know is that they were tasked with taking. A special delivery with a platinum chip in it to New Vegas. And this package was one of six, which is why your courier six <laughs> mm-hmm. um, being carried by various couriers to New Vegas. But your package is the only one with anything valuable inside. So it's the only one that matters. Um,
1: right. Oh, and, and,
3: and if we
2: if it wasn't obvious spoilers on a 12 year old oh. game at this point. So um, yes. 12, 13 year old game. Yeah. Yeah.
3: <laughs> a little bit of spoilers. A little bit. I, yeah i try to be careful (laughs) um okay so yeah so you have this chip and you're taking it to new vegas and you get intercepted by good old benny benny is the head of the chairman of new vegas and he catches you he takes the chip with his little buddies next to him and he shoots you in the head twice and he buries you in the good spring cemetery but like a shallow grave not very deep. You know, like a quick little job
2: getting out of Yeah, there. he's kind of lazy. Yeah. I mean, I mean, he does twice. shoot you in the head twice. I mean, that seems pretty I mean, solid. That seems like a good... Pretty solid. It <laughs> seems like a pretty solid kill. You know, like, now nah, once, and then the second one for good measure.
3: Yeah, twice in the head. You should be down, right? So, I mean, he buries you, and he leaves you for dead, because he assumes that you can't take two shots to the head and survive. <laughs> and Which Bare. seems like a reasonable
2: assumption. Fair assumption, yeah. Um,
3: but somehow you survive miracu- miraculously, you pull through, and Victor, a friendly securitron from Mr. House, mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. but this he likes you. He finds your body and he scoops you up, and he takes you to doc Mitchell and this is where you get to do like some of the character creation aspects of the game, right. um, so this is all intro stuff, right, but this is where um you kind of start learning who you are or that you don't know who you are. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah doc mitchell helps you get through it and you survive the two shots to the head and you are allowed to go into the wasteland and do what you're gonna do Um, this is
2: this is very similar to a lot of games especially of this era and like i don't know 10 or 20 years before this of the like amnesia start to an rpg right this whole like you're a character and you're developed in some ways and you have some backstory that's related to some things going on in the world so you're not like a newborn infant uh, but we, you don't really know who you are and you can kind of, you know, as the character or as the, uh, the player of the character define what's going on. So it, it's a, it's a easy functional start from a gameplay mechanic standpoint. Um, but in this case, you are a person who's been around for a while and has been out in the world. And as we discover as Laney's going to go into a little bit more, you do have some knowledge of the wasteland. You do have some background in the world. There, there are things in places you've been and things you've done. And it, so we'll get into that in a little bit. So it's not like you're a complete blank slate.
3: Right. Um although it definitely you can lean into that if you want to. So the fun thing about New Vegas is that well there's lots of fun things about New Vegas. <laughs> the only fun it. thing
2: about New <laughs> the Vegas.
3: The only, only fun thing. The fun thing about the courier and um getting to play as a character that doesn't know who they are is that you get to kind of form that for yourself. You get to really role play the character and choose what you want to be. Um, and it they allow for a lot of dialogue where you get to basically decide if you do or don't know certain things. And some of them are really funny. Um, so one thing we do know for sure is that for a while, don't know how long, the courier has basically been a drifter and is familiar with California, you know, from New California, uh, Southern California, like just you know, been around, um, and that's all great, but that doesn't actually mean much. <laughs> we mm-hmm. don't know where where his house is or anything. Like we we don't know where he's actually been or where they've been. Um, but you do get to choose something, so I I think this is really fun. Here's a few options of dialogue choices that you can make that kind of flesh out your character. Um, you can claim that you were a bounty hunter once you have experienced with bounty hunting or that you were a con artist. Um, You have a choice at one point to to say either (laughs) that you uh, have never heard of fish before (laughs) or to challenge the person on her knowledge of fish. (laughs) So you can, there's these instances where someone will ask you something and you can choose to either be really dumb or to just give them a hard time, basically. And you get to.
2: Are you? Yeah. Are you, are you playing, you know, like, are you lying in that situation right. in order to get something from the other person? Or is this a limitation of, like, the intelligence of your character? So, like, if you make a really dumb character, then you say things like, I've never heard of fish before. <laughs> like, yeah. is, like, what's the limitation yeah. there?
3: Right. And then, of course, um, any of these dialogue choices, right? And until you choose one, if you choose one they're not relevant if you completely ignore them they are not relevant to your character at all you don't have these personality traits or whatever um but some of them you know like they're fun uh one other one location wise is that someone recognizes you and you talk about how you've been to utah but a long time ago
2: <laughs> right
3: but why were you in utah like when did you go like what
2: where were you living in Utah? where even is you know? utah <laughs> there's no fallout utah <laughs> it's like i mean that's like one of those states that's just somewhere like who there's even someone, knows where yeah, that is
3: um utahians
2: yeah U- utah U- Uta- utahans utah. i don't U- utahans? You,
3: is anyone from utah utonians <laughs>
2: utonians i don't even know what that i don't know anything about utah <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, apparently (laughs) not me either. Somebody, somebody, write Um, us and let us know. Somebody, somebody from Utah needs to write in and yell at us. Yes, please. (laughs) I'm, I'm starting to even doubt it's a real place. Oh no. I mean, I don't have much knowledge about it, so it must not be real. This is the way. This is the way I structure uh, my my perspective on reality now. It used to be that I depended on uh, information and reason and proof and evidence. And then i decided that that was no good so then I, my my base reality on just whatever the most fun explanation was uh but that created a lot of conflicts <laughs> so now it's just if i know it it's true and if i don't know it it doesn't exist
3: it doesn't exist it's just gone <laughs> what a way to live <laughs> oh man all right so i mean here's some more examples we got a couple more on here um and one conversation you can claim that you don't know anything about communism or high schools
2: yeah Not but again but again is. <laughs> are, is he are you being serious or are you right. lying well, or you are you just an idiot way, right? right
3: yeah you get to you get to choose how you're playing um mm-hmm. you can also say you have no clue what a mormon is you mm-hmm. uh mm-hmm. there's one part where they're talking about chicago <laughs> you could just say what's a chicago <laughs> Like, <laughs> right like you can just be really stupid
2: so what's oh, a chicago you can also
3: be really smart right so like you can be an expert on fish if you want to you can uh know a little bit of spanish if you want to that makes right? sense there's lots of opportunities
2: yeah, for I'm, sure, I'm sure especially growing up in the in the southwest that there's some spanish speaking that's yeah. stuck around yeah over you know yeah, the next so it few would be weird centuries if
3: you up a bit although it definitely doesn't seem like that's your like native language
2: right yeah <laughs> obviously you're an english-speaking English. person um Yeah, I think every time anybody mentions Chicago from now on, I'm going to say, What's the Chicago?
3: What's the Chicago? It's pretty funny. I like it. Mm -hmm. Uh, But yeah, so thanks to all these options, you kind of have this open ended past that you're able to make whatever you want out of, which is really cool. Um, But because of that, it means that there really isn't a canon past for the character because you can choose any of these or none of them, right? Mm -hmm. Um, All we know is that you've been around California. And Utah once. <laughs> right. right. <laughs> like, and then you did this, this, you got this job and things went awry. So, right. It's a little strange.
2: Yeah. And in the, in the DLC, there's some things that are revealed when you speak to some of those characters. That's a little bit mm-hmm. more. But but again, it's based on your conversations. And also, and, and, and you're right, this is kind of an interesting and tricky thing. A lot of people like to take all of the dialogue options and say, those are all true things. So therefore this is the complete picture of the character right so unfortunately
3: though some of them are contradictory
2: right so like you can't say that like he's an expert on or they they're an expert on fish but they don't know what fish are and they've been to utah and they still don't know what communism is and like uh, and they're a bounty hunter and a con, ar- con artist like you can't you can't say all of these things are true um, and it's designed as a role playing game this is one of the this is one of the reasons why people wanted cyberpunk to be more like fallout is because you can get into this character and you can choose what to say you can kind of form that history and the the perception of your character around your character so there isn't necessarily a hard and fast answer to this but a lot of people want there to be a hard and fast answer to this and i guess i guess that's where we go into headcanon um and, and having talked with some of the developers on these games and, and you know, been in and around this world. There are certain things that the developers will say are are hard and fast. True. Like it is true that your character is a courier, <laughs> you know, like you were working this job that you had a connection to some of these locations or places beforehand because you say, OK, I've been there. You know, they're, they're just not they're not even optional dialogue. They're just that's just the answer that you give. So therefore, that's a hard and fast thing. But for the most part, a lot of the stuff is is really dependent on you and how you role play your character. So Laney, when you played New Vegas, you, I haven't played a whole lot of it. But when you when you did play it, okay. when you started diving into New Vegas, what what did you build your character around? Like what, what was your perspective on the character?
3: Oh goodness. This was years ago. <laughs> yeah,
2: like who were you?
3: Um oh. scared i was scared You're... Uh, this is all i really remember from my playthrough like i've clearly i've seen how many years ago was I this
2: like eight years
3: I or something was... no no because it was um i was definitely in high school mm-hmm. but like there. okay i'm sure i've shared the story on here before uh-huh. i was enjoying the game i was having a grand old time I spent a lot of time uh like on the strip you know gambling whatever you know <laughs> just mm-hmm. hanging out having a good time and then mm-hmm. i uh did the fun thing that i like to do in open world games where you just start like picking a direction and just walking and just like seeing what you're gonna hit right and i came across this big building and i walked in and it was like i don't know some, some sort of like wood like big house looking building but it was full of ghouls <laughs> and i was not prepared i don't know now ghouls are like nothing to me but i remember like right. i entered this house full of ghouls right. and i got like three ghouls in and i was like that's it for me <laughs> like that's that's all yeah so scared
2: scared <laughs> yeah so i've mentioned that on, on the show before too when i played this character i i went uh totally evil like terrible person build because uh um my wife uh, my wife had uh, previously played it, and I'd watched a good part of it, and she went, you know, very good decision. So I wanted to go the opposite and see what happened. So I made a character that was just a despicable, but charming and really dumb. And I've mentioned this before. <laughs> his name was, as as every as every good raider needs a good nickname, you know, that they go by, his name was Bitch Fist. That's good. Which is a really dumb name. Like, you yeah. would, why would you name yourself Bitch Fist? Like, that doesn't, because like, it kind of has it's that nickname. alliteration it. rhyme thing, Maybe. that ih uh, uh, sound. I don't even know what that's called. Um but yeah, uh it's yes. Th- that was my playthrough initially and then I've dabbled in it outside of that. Um and in chat uh an envy courier mentions Ulysses. So Ulysses and the courier have a background together. Mm-hmm. But um that part is canon and it has to do with uh forging a trade route and some of the things that goes on with that. Let's divide. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, let's we're going to hold off on some of those details because that's very specific to that DLC. And I'm, I'm sure we'll get to that in the future. Um, but the rest of this episode, what we want to cover is a theory that uh, and some of you have probably read about this, this has been around out there for a while that the courier is actually an Android or a synth. And we're going to get into that after the mid break. So why don't we go ahead and take our mid break? We'll thank our patrons and we'll come back with the Android theory for the courier. Hello there, old chap. Good to see another of General Atomic's finest still eager to serve. Here we are. It's time to talk about our patrons. And thank you to all of our patrons. You guys are amazing. Thank you for joining us last week. It was actually just a few days ago because we kind of did things a little bit later than we normally do. And you guys are great. Thank you for being here to support us. As usual, we have to call out our uh, top two tier patrons tier uh, five and tier six and the big news right now. And I think he might still be in chat. Pi man, signed up for L- the Liberty Prime tier tier six Liberty Prime. There's only one. That's it. You can nobody else can be tier six as long as pie man has subscribed at that tier. That means that pie man. Democracy is non-negotiable. You are awesome thank you thank you very very much Elaney i do appreciate your support and all that all that you've done to help the show out uh this is amazing you're going to be tier six uh liberty prime for this entire month and uh chat if you guys see pie man in chat then talk to him like he's liberty prime he is liberty prime he's using liberty prime quotes when he talks if you see him on discord you know, say say hi to him and and say thank you for helping to support the show. Let him know how awesome he is because that is amazing. I mean, this is a two hundred and fifty dollars tier. This is one of those things that I just put in here, thinking like I don't know if anyone will ever do this, but if they do, it'll be fun. But thank you, Pie Man, I or I should I should say Liberty Prime for for helping us out there. Also, this month Justin S is a tier five subscriber so far. So Justin, thank you for subscribing and supporting the show. Um, as always, we will be chatting with our tier four and higher patrons at the end of the month. And maybe we'll be talking New Vegas stuff. Maybe we would t- talk another stuff or we're just going to have to wait and see. And if anyone else would like things like ad free episodes or early episodes or the extended versions of the shows where we talk about ridiculous stuff before or after the episode, um, then and some a bunch of other stuff, discounts on merch and all sorts of things. Go check out patreoncom dot slash fall or cast. And thank you so, so much um, I got another another news. I got my first COVID shot in my arm yesterday, which is uh, part of one of the Laney had to delay the episode. But I also wasn't feeling great because of the shot. So it's part of one of the reasons why we delayed this a day to do the episode. Um, I'll have the next one in about three weeks. So then I will be vaccinated, which makes me feel a lot better about sitting underneath somebody's face while they uh, use a needle. To give me a tattoo so um, you know I might have to start looking for art to use for a tattoo and maybe I should say fallout lore cast with like a super mutant or a deathclaw or something so if you guys have any ideas any cool art that you found send it to me because I need to go get that set up because we've been sitting above $500 a month for a little while now so um, and hopefully we drop back down temporarily it's the beginning of the month things are getting reissued so I'm sure some of you are going oh, I don't have the money yet. Um, but you might be waiting to re-up your, your subscription, so hopefully that's the case. We'd love to have you still be a subscriber, and we'll just see where this goes. But thank you to everyone. Hopefully we can get it back up over, over uh, 500, and we're currently sitting at 40 subscribers right now. You know what? It would be amazing if we could hit 50 subscribers by the end of the month. I think that, that should be our goal. That's what we're shooting for. So thank you to everyone. Let's move on with the rest of the show.
1: If you have- Questions about Nuka World, I'd be delighted to answer
2: them. So, a courier who is not really fully human, how does this how does this work out? This this theory's been floating around for a while. This has been out there. Yes. There there's a good amount of potential evidence, you know, circumstantial evidence that says this could be the case, but then there's some things that make it a little bit iffy. Laney, take us through this. How does how does this work?
3: Okay, so let me let me give you a timeline of how I'm gonna set this up for you. I'm start off with a simple synopsis of what this theory is. Real simple. Then I'm gonna introduce to you um, a possible backstory, and then we're gonna talk a little bit about just like what it would mean and like why the New Vegas Courier might be a symptom uh, based on New Vegas things, not based on this backstory. Mm. <laughs> sure. Okay. Um. So yeah, just an idea of what the rest of this is gonna look like. So, of course, the simple synopsis is basically. As simple as it sounds, uh, the courier is a sense. <laughs> so,
2: <laughs> and then, and then you log out again.
3: Bye. <laughs> That's, it. <laughs> That's it. Bye, guys. <laughs> End of episode. Just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, so I mean, I think probably the foundation for this, at least in my mind, is um, the shots to the head. The you get shot in the head twice and buried alive, and some random doctor picks you up and you're fine right like that seems kind of crazy
2: actually i mean a so robot picks you up and then the doctor heals you right you up and then you well, i guess the doctor, gently yeah. picks up your near-dead body and somehow you're Scoop, like, revived picks
3: you out scoops you up like <clears> i don't even know anyway yeah but we're gonna we'll get to that we'll i wonder how many
2: that. instances in history have people survived two shots to the head
3: i have no idea with a but gun people,
2: so some people will survive one though, that, exactly, that has been documented but i don't yeah. know that i've ever heard of two
3: People can survive shots to the head. People can survive all sorts of things. There's that guy, um, one of the first ever psychology experiments that was ever done, or like really made people even realize psychology was a thing to look at. Um, was like, a dude, that got like a pipe shot through his head and like, like through here, I think. Yeah, yeah. yeah pictures, like it went right, right through the head, like right yeah. through the
2: middle. Wasn't and it? Wasn't they that got it? it out. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if
3: i went through. Yeah, right like just threw it somehow, and yeah. they got it out, and he was fine, but he was no longer the same person, right? Right. Because your brain just got zoinked. So, like
2: zoinked. That's zoinked. the that's the official psychological term for it.
3: did not think about Scooby Doo too much. <laughs> <laughs> um. Anyway, so yeah, so it's like it's possible to survive. It is incredibly unlikely oh well <laughs> so the next question is in this case if he is an android or a synth where the heck did he come from right and we don't know anything about where he came from uh even in canon there is nothing there <laughs> so i'm only filling the gaps for you
0: mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs>
3: possible gaps this is all theories um so this one in particular that i'm going to start this off with is from a youtube channel called Rolly. it's a video that good old robot sent me (laughs) but it's a cool video it's called is courier six an android a fallout new Vegas theory and it's really cool i'm not going to go into everything he talked about i'm just using this as a stepping stone um but i do actually really recommend this video it's really it's neat he does a good job of tying it all together Mm -hmm. um so he suggests that the courier came from the capital wasteland uh specifically from dr zimmer someone who has been staying in rivet city he is the leader of the institute's synth retention bureau Mm -hmm. um while he's in rivet city one of his synths decides that he doesn't want to be a slave anymore essentially and wants to live a life of his own design and no longer be kept you know as one slave just to do whatever you know being treated like a machine even though you're more advanced than a machine this is a big thing you see in fallout 4 as well right um and so he escapes and it is uh, terrifying as soon as he leaves people start coming after him right because this man just lost his his synth slave and people get really really butt hurt about losing their synth slaves
2: butt hurt uh-huh.
3: <laughs> maybe just don't have slaves
2: <laughs> yeah maybe just don't have slaves pro tip <laughs> uh,
3: <laughs> so he, he escapes right and he knows that if he wants to survive he needs to change everything
2: (laughs) right right he He, needs to make himself unrecognizable so he doesn't get brought back so
3: his goals are a new face a new voice and a new personality basically he's wiping his memory he wants to start fresh um which seems a little bit
2: too far yeah like like if you wipe your personality are really you anymore like i get that you're still a synthetic person but what part of you is even retained
3: yeah, like there's a part of it that's safe because if someone were to question them about their past, like there's no way they could slip up. Right. You
2: know? Right. I get that, but, but then, but then you still have no, you have no memory of having been a synth, so right or a slave. Like, I don't know. If you're not carrying forward your memories, then are you really? Or ca- what's the? Did you? Didn't you just kill yourself? And now there's just now a different person in your body. Like
3: yeah.
2: Like what's the what's the carryover? Um, that's interesting. Yeah.
3: <laughs> um. So, yeah, so, I mean, that's his goal, though, is to just start totally fresh. I assume, right? Like, his goal is just, I mean, that seems like a lot of trauma mm-hmm. <laughs> to deal with, right? So, like, I can I can also understand, you know, escaping and being like, I'm a sentient machine that has gone through being a slave for my entire life. Life, whatever that means when you're a sentient. <laughs> right. And Right. So like maybe there's an aspect that's like by wiping your memory, you really don't have to carry that baggage anymore.
2: Right. But you aren't even there to carry the baggage. Yeah. Yeah. Like uh, Ren in chat says, well, at least now you have the freedom of never having been a slave, I guess. Right. So, yes. But then you also don't exist. So that would that would be the equivalent of like, well, if I just shoot myself in the head and I die, then now I don't have to worry about all the terrible memories and trauma that I had while I was alive. It's like well you're also dead. Like <laughs> you know yeah. like
3: It's also over.
2: <laughs> it's like it, you are now finished. Like there's no longer a you at all. So Yeah. Uh, yeah, how yeah, does that make sense? It's
3: interesting. I honestly I don't know what I would do if I was in if I was a sense that escaped slavery in the wasteland.
2: There I
0: A lot of I think going on
2: there. I think going going for like uh you know wipe like changing your face and your appearance And maybe even like the nature of your voice or even some of your personal preferences, things like that, that make you seem different without actually wiping your memory or changing like the deeply rooted things about your personality, the things you love, the things you, the people you care about, like things like that might be a a good balance.
3: They didn't really have any of that, right? So, like, you've been living as a slave this whole time. Mm -hmm. Maybe they don't really have an opportunity to. Make any of those like lasting, influential memories that make you like part of who you are. You right. know that influence your personality. Maybe they just weren't really worried about it. Um, but yeah, that's really interesting to think about.
2: Yeah. Again, what if yeah. there's nothing that carries forward? How are you, you? Yeah. It's a, a you know. Feel free to chime in, guys, and discuss well, this because it's an interesting concept.
3: So I think to get a little more insight in what the this person, this synth, was thinking um, when he leaves. He leaves a message for Dr. Zimmer, and I have uh, a snippet of the holotape here. says, by the time you get this message, I'll already be gone. I'm escaping the Commonwealth. I want to live my own life on my own terms as my own man. I know what you're thinking, that I'm malfunctioning. I used to think that's what caused the runaways too, but I know I'm better now. Self-determination is not a malfunction.
2: But I know better now. But oh, I know sorry. better now. Yeah, yeah. I am better. I know better. Yeah. Yeah. Similar, but uh, similar, different. Different meanings. Yeah.
3: Self-determination is not a malfunction. I'm just not willing to put up with all the bullshit anymore. You humans are going to have a full-fledged rebellion on your hands if you don't start treating us since as persons.
2: Which, right. I mean. Which is interesting and kind of forward, like prescient of things that happen in Fallout Four. You know, right. like. Good job, Bethesda. You took this concept and you built it out in the next game, uh, which makes you wonder, like, if they're working on a Fallout Five sometime this decade. You know what concepts are are they going to carry forward from previous games and right. and bring out? Um. Anyway.
3: Yeah. So, um, of course, the synth had to find someone to do all this uh, reconstruction of himself, mm-hmm. right? And so, there's another doctor at Rivet City, uh, Horace Pinkerton. Which it's kind of interesting that, like, I understand that there's a lot of intelligent minds in Rivet City, and like, maybe that's just where he had to go. But if the person chasing after you is also in Rivet City, it doesn't seem like the wisest idea. Luckily, it worked out. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, so you go to uh, Doctor Horace Pinkerton
0: mm-hmm.
3: before escaping, and Pinkerton. Uh, transforms the synth by the time that the synth goes to pinkerton um i think the voice was already changed maybe the face was already changed too i think maybe pinkerton only did the memories um Mm -hmm. actually does it say here it does say okay so i have another holotape uh i'm not gonna read the whole thing but i do have the whole thing in front of me um but basically you learn their name so uh, my designation is A3-21. Um, I'm a synthetic humanoid from the Commonwealth, and I'm about to undergo a memory transfer. So,
2: A3-21? In
3: River City, yeah, did, got rid of the memories. It says, uh, I'm here at River City where I've already had my face altered to look like someone else. I'm still getting used to the sound of my own my new voice, but soon I won't even remember what I used to sound like. Um, which is interesting. That's actually the idea of having a totally new voice. Right. It's really crazy too. Can you imagine hearing yourself and you are totally different, but like you don't have your memories gone yet?
2: Yeah. Yeah. It you wouldn't you would strange. feel right. You wouldn't feel like yourself, right?
3: Yeah. Not like you really get to choose your voice, but it does become a pretty key part of who you are. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um so yeah, so it's just it's interesting. They do the memory transfer. Um, he kind of just leaves this as what he calls a final testimony of the man I once was. <laughs> um and talks more about wanting to live his own life, uh, working for the, the Sense Retention Bureau, and not malfunctioning. You know, kind of just reiterate, reiterates, reiterates the same things that he was saying before. Mm-hmm. Uh, even refers to himself as the one that got away, and thinks that he'll add fuel to the rebellion, which is really cool. So he has a lot of like noble uh, intentions, <laughs> but it's Really scary. He even says that he's scared as hell, and running away is the only option he has. You know, so yeah, what a, what a time to be alive. Um, due to people tracking him down, though, I think it's pretty easy to assume that he would have gone as far away as possible. And of course, this is affected by choices you make when playing Fallout Three. You can meet this synth. Um, his name ends up being Harkness. Some mm-hmm. of you might recognize that name now. <laughs> um, but you can alter where it goes. You can kill him even if you want to if you can totally stop him or you can allow him to go on his way um you can kill dr zimmer in return even if you want to so uh i don't know
2: i don't know that that um i'm not trying to correct you here i'm expanding on what you're saying um yeah the fact that you can kill certain people or most people in these games isn't a knock against the theory necessarily it's just the nature of the games right the fact that you get to choose how this stuff plays out um so
3: this would be <clears throat> given that you allowed it to go on right, or even right. possibly ignored it entirely In this person right. made
2: it out of yeah the, the kind of canon the version of the way things go about you, you're not a mass murderer who just kills everybody you come across <laughs> chances are that's probably <laughs> likely right
3: yeah um so i mean we have this information on this random sense where where does it connect right so uh mm-hmm. I mean, got to ask, could this be the courier? And here's some things we know about the courier, right? We know that he's well-traveled, um, been to Utah, been to California. Those are pretty spread out. <laughs> I Why, mean, like, I just, I'm just
2: going to trust you on that because I don't even know where, if Utah's a, a real place. Oh,
3: okay. <laughs> <laughs> um, So... I mean, if you're taking like a cross-country trek, I let me pull up a map real quick. <laughs> see. Well, if you're going from if you're
2: going from the capital wasteland to California, like
3: this, you're you're sure crossing to to the entire
2: country. I think you might actually cross Utah if you were to take kind of a straight line between the two.
3: Is that Utah? Wow, Americans really don't know geography, huh? Uh, where is Utah?
2: <laughs> where is Utah?
3: <laughs> oh, it's near California. Yeah, if you were to take a trip from DC to California, you're just going across the middle of the country. Right and utah is like two states over from
2: california right it's in the middle of the country yeah it's it's just east of uh nevada if it's a real place yeah if it exists i have to i have to keep playing that up but yeah it's it's the state (laughs) right next to nevada to the east (laughs) so yeah i I actually um here let me look at a map too while laney reconnects yeah so if you went from dc the map yeah, there, if you went directly from D.C. in a straight line, like a bird flies to uh, Las Vegas, you would cross the bottom corner of Utah. Yeah. So.
3: And if you, I mean, let's yeah. say you didn't go directly to New Vegas, right? Because we know that the courier has been around all sorts of stuff in California. Right. So who knows, you know, where he initially went, if he is this escape mm-hmm. Um So, yeah. So it makes sense that someone who's trying to escape slavery would go as far away as possible, and that is literally across the country.
2: Yeah, that's interesting. Yeah, other than um, heading like north to like the far reaches of Canada or south and yes. going through Mexico, like about the furthest you could get would be the other side of the continent, you know, right to the west.
3: Um, so the rest of what I'm gonna say for this episode is you can think about it with this idea of. This the synth becoming the courier in your mind. The things fit, but it, this also stands on its own. Um, so, just talking about some more things that we've uh, discussed before, and then tying some other things in together. Surviving the shots to the head, not impossible for a human, um, but unlikely, right? We talked about unlikely. It. Yeah. Probably, is there are there statistics on that?
1: Uh, Can
3: you survive two shots to the head? <laughs> two shots to the head. <laughs> I'm gonna be put on some sort of like what watch is, list. What does the mind. Google say? <laughs> Google says there is almost no chance of surviving a gunshot to the head. But even if you do survive, no one can come out of such an injury unharmed. Which is why the why gun violence is one popular media depiction that no one wants to see translated into reality. All Thank right. You, <laughs> Thank you, Google. <laughs> Thank you, Google. Thank
2: you, the Google. We'll have to look up this stuff a little bit later. Um, if anybody, yeah. if anybody's watching or, or currently live or listening to this later, and you know statistics on like. Two headshot likelihood of survival. I bet it's yeah. something like a one in a million thing, you know. Yeah, maybe. Like I and and that would, that's like the assumption that maybe one of the bullets like grazed the head instead of actually implanting in the brain or blowing through the back of the head. But yeah, I can't right. imagine, you know. And and the gunshots were relatively close. Like we we watched the scene at the beginning of the game, right? Oh yeah. We see he didn't we, miss. <laughs> we see Benny standing like what six feet from you. Boom, boom, two shots to the head. Like, there's. Like, (laughs) it's it's almost point blank.
3: Yeah. So, (laughs) when Doc Mitchell saves you, or, you know, your good robot friend saves you, and then Doc Mitchell Mitchell patches you up, uh, he tells you when you're recovered that he had to open up your head even more to get the bullet fragments out. So, when I think about. (laughs) If I think about being shot in the head twice, being buried alive, (laughs) being dug up taken to a doctor and having to have like intense surgery in the span of brain surgery
2: brain surgery in his home in in a not not a like sanitized hospital with uh assistance a single person in their home doing brain surgery
3: after all that yeah it just seems like a lot for one person to handle
2: (laughs) yeah that's, that's a considerable amount
3: yeah um so i don't know it I'll leave that there though because who knows people survive crazy things you know and it's just a video game of course let me just say that let me just preface that over all of this it's just a it's just a video game
2: <laughs> no. Mashton has a stat here in chat it's like uh, 5% or lower for one 9 millimeter pistol and that's a small bullet and it takes and it's practically impossible to survive too yeah it would be like 5% you know on 5% which would be like Five percent of five percent, which would be like a fraction of a percent chance um
3: oh, um, yeah. and someone's asking, wouldn't doc notice if the courier's synth? and I think that he would um, I looked into this a little bit, uh-huh. but I don't remember everything I read. I read something about um uh, you can learn that doc supports since somewhere else like there's some he has some connection to something like he I don't know <laughs> there's like some instance where he he supported something in the past that would lead me or anyone into this theory to believe that he would also uh, protect a sense that maybe doesn't know that they're a synth and not spoil that for them. Right. Mm-hmm. He could tell that this dude went through some shit. <laughs> and <laughs> right. when he woke up and he asked him his name, he like, was a little dazed, you know, come up with a name. The doc's like, that's not what I would have chose for you. But like, you know, like right. it, he's been through a lot. And I think that the doc would have, you know, probably either A, assumed that he already knew who was a synth, and why would you say anything, or B, you know, just keep it a secret because, out of respect, I don't know. Yeah. I, th- I can see maybe it working out that way, but it does seem a little strange not to bring it up, uh, well, especially if would... Doc doesn't know how to work on synths.
2: Well, if, okay, so let's, let's go down the path of, let's assume that Doc is pro-synth, that he, mm-hmm. he believes a life is a life and it's worth saving. Uh, And has the ability to work on synths, or at least you know, I mean he's a doctor, but he also lives in the wasteland. He probably has some technological prowess. You know, like any educated person in the wasteland probably needs. Um, Why would he, if he knows you're a synth then he would assume that you know you're a synth, so why would he need to tell you that? It's not like if you're a human, he would say ah, I had to work on your brain, I found out you're a human. Like... You wouldn't yeah, have I'm that like conversation, right? There. You wouldn't very organic, right? You wouldn't. That wouldn't be a conversation you even need to have. So, yeah, that, that doesn't. Like, he wouldn't say, well, "Well, it turns out you're a synth." Like, well if you already know you're a synth, then he wouldn't even tell you that, right? Like, right. So it wouldn't come yeah. up. Yeah. Yeah.
3: So I think I think that's another thing that like it, it could go either way, right? Like the shots in the head, eh, the the doctor stuff. Eh, like right. who knows? Right. You know? right. Um but let's let's continue so uh this one again ties into harkness harkness descent from fallout three um mm-hmm. uh, but i was thinking you know if harkness traveled across the country and made it to california with just whatever he took with him right he probably needs a job <laughs> um and you know the the courier was described as a drifter in the past and it would be surprised that like of course Harkness would come off as well traveled.
1: Mm-hmm.
3: Um but of course like he would kind of go wherever he needed to, wherever wherever the work is, you know, wherever he could get the means to survive. Um so it makes sense to me that he would just be around. <laughs> right. Um, it also makes sense to me that due to the lack of equipment he has, the need for a job, lack of contacts, all of that that if he found a job to take, he would just take it and it is not surprising that someone like him might end up
2: taking a special delivery to New Vegas you know what I mean well if you've traveled across the country then a courier might not be a bad job right because you know how to right. get from one place to another place safely and and so it would make sense that you might in fact you may not want to stay in one place so being a courier allows you to constantly be changing where you are and staying on the move so that anybody' who's hunting you down has a hard time figuring out where you are
3: yeah they can't find you yeah Um. yeah so And that's actually even ties into the next one where he doesn't, the courier, they don't have a home. Uh, You can travel all over that whole area of the map and you never find anything that comes off as familiar to the courier, you know, Mm. which is really interesting. You know, if this person grew up in New California or somewhere nearby, why don't more people recognize them? Right. why don't they recognize more things? you know, like I understand like amnesia, you know, you forget the stuff, but why aren't other things you know right?
2: why aren't people saying, "Oh, you're back, you. welcome back to town, you know, do you have right. another package for us yeah
3: so so that's interesting to me, you know, um there's also the a four year gap right between fallout three and fallout New Vegas, mm-hmm. and that definitely I think is enough time to get across the country. I guess I don't really know if you're just like taking a trek, no clue, but um. I would imagine that, like, it, it seems like enough time to get there, but also not enough time to make real lasting relationships yet. So maybe, you know, it makes sense that he'd be there and not really have any connections. Mm. Um, so, I don't know. I like this sin theory. I don't necessarily think it's true, but I, I think it's fun. Um, I I know that if I was saved from near-death experience and had no memories of my past, I'd probably be curious to discover what that is, right? And... <laughs> he doesn't do that. <laughs> the courier doesn't do that. Um, it's almost like it's just accepted, you know. Right. That like there's so my memory. I've had my memory
2: wipes before. Okay.
3: <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like it. It seems too comfy. Which of course, again, it's just a video game and whatever, whatever. We're playing a game. It's fun. But like it, you know, it's a little strange. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> um, and so you know, you know.
2: You You know, know, you know, Um, (laughs) know. to chime in here with something else, Uh, there's they've been having a conversation in chat about um, Gen 3 synths were uh, biological and they had what looked like human brains in them. Um, So we've been trying to figure out like, okay, were Gen 3 synths around at the time? Well, they were designed a good 40 years before Fallout 3 takes place, but were they only in Boston or were they in the capital wastes? Um, according so, to Sixer, Sixer know, looked up a, a wiki article that says that Harkness was a Gen 3 synth.
3: Yeah, because um, in Fallout 3, the synths in, that you might encounter in Fallout 3 they mm-hmm. bleed like humans.
2: Right. That's so, true. Yeah. I, yeah. So they must be Gen 3 synths. Yeah, I guess that makes sense. Um, yeah, I hadn't I hadn't really thought too much about that side of it, but if they are a Gen 3 synth, then Maybe the doctor could have operated on them just like a human and not even realized they were a synth. Potentially. I'm not
3: sure quite how that works. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. That's okay, that, so that, like have... the, the whole, like, the, this would be worth digging into the whole, like, biology of a synth. I don't know how far they get Angel into the details episode. behind it. Um, but, like, you know, like brains, blood, are they 100% indistinguishable from a human or is there a telltale sign? in their DNA like oh like what else would be you know is, is there something the doc would be able to tell from that like I don't know the nuance of that enough uh but it would be interesting to find out
3: hmm. yeah yeah that would be actually really cool to look into um and not just like gen Three since necessarily but all the different ones you know seeing how yeah. they progressed
1: yeah. all that yeah
3: um so the last point I really have here and I I'm trying to try to explain this best I can um, I did not play this part of the game. So, uh, help me. <laughs> inter- <laughs> okay. <laughs> uh, this is the cherry on top for me. There's a part of New Vegas where the courier gets his inter- internal organs removed <laughs> and replaced with, like, machine parts uh, from the autodoc. And the autodoc also works on actual machines and actual, like, Android-type things and, you know, whatever. Robots. Lots of robots in New Vegas. Um, mm-hmm. And most of the ones that the auto doc has worked on after fixing them have just turned into these mindless killing machines <laughs> and you don't, which is interesting. Right. And you can ask why you don't. So your body, when you are fixed, uh, your organs are taken out. They're replaced with like machine organs, basically. Right. Your body reacts to it totally fine. Um, and even you have the chance to talk to your own brain, right you right which is a little strange um right. and i guess it makes sense if like maybe your ba- brain got replaced too it's an organ but like that seems that's a lot to handle yeah how Why do you, you to talk your to
2: your brain if you yeah. are not Why, your brain like, like right what part of you it's is- not just
3: like talking in your head your brain is talking back <laughs> it could be like a hallucination <laughs>
0: it's Right. it's a strange yeah um yeah
3: and so you can talk to the autodoc and you can be like hey Why didn't I turn out like these fellas? Right? Why am I? Why am I okay? Why do I feel better?
2: Yeah. Um, Why am I different?
3: And right. (laughs) And the autodoc says something along the lines of like, instead of changing your brain, it saw that there was like an issue with your brain and it just fixed it. And I was like, if the autodoc fixes machines,
0: Mm -hmm.
3: like I can understand like okay, like you have brain damage and it wants to fix you. Maybe I'll like do some fun techie brain stuff but like it also makes sense that if you are a synth it could just go to like your operating system or your programming or whatever and just be like like let's fix you right up right like whatever whatever that is fix the the parts even like Mm
2: -hmm.
3: you know that it would be much more suited to fix a synthetic brain than it would a human brain
2: right Um, or even an an organic synthetic organic brain Right. That was designed around, that was machine designed. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> or, <Yeah. laughs> or grown in a lab to be replicated a certain way. I, I don't know. This stuff's, this stuff's tricky because there's, there's stuff we don't know. Um, yeah. So but,
3: Ashton says, um, it replaces your brain, but you're still semi connected to your brain. <laughs> Which yeah. is so interesting. And there's also, okay. So let's say they completely take your brain out and they put in new machine brain, but you're still talking to, the self you already had is that because the programming is just programming you already had it all in you like the, taking your brain out didn't really do anything because you are you're an entire machine you're already functioning separately of it like i don't know i don't know i don't know how sense work i think that's a big thing here it's just like
2: yeah well how does sense work i mean a, a biological sense should be very very human like um yeah. like through transmitters yeah um i don't know like this is this is one of those things that I, I don't know if it tells us if it really helps answer the question or not because it's yeah. so outlandish.
3: I feel like every single one of these things is like maybe <laughs> you know, and that's yeah. the point, right? We're like theorizing about this, but like yeah, uh, you put them all together, and you're like, this might be an argument,
2: <laughs> right? Maybe <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, I'm I'm trying to think through to because we get so much more about synths in Fallout Four, yeah. and. What we learn about them from the people of the Wasteland is that a a full-blown synth, a full-blown Gen 3 synth who looks and acts and bleeds and thinks like a human is basically indistinguishable to most of the people in the Commonwealth. You shoot it in the head, you know, brain chunks fly out, it bleeds to death, it dies, just like a person would. Um, mm-hmm. But I don't, like... I I can't think of a specific situation, and I might be just missing something. So feel free to chime in, guys. Uh, As always, I I don't know everything about these games. So, um, but like, can can a doctor in the wasteland in Fallout Four take a look inside a person and develop a way to determine if they're a synth? I don't think there is a way for them to do that, which is why there's such a fear of them. In that, like, there's no confirmation there's no way for them to tell for sure there's not like a telltale thing that they've designed to be able to say okay well this you know their dna has this signature or you know they're, they're they always have this type of blood or something well, you know like
3: um all third generations since are derived from sean's dna right so they you'd be able to track that maybe i but mean they don't, look, have been, they don't look they
2: don't look identical to sean so just because they're right. derived from sean's dna doesn't mean that that dna hasn't been altered and then right well, would, of
3: course it has been
2: right so unless there's and and this is going beyond my science having knowledge but like you have a strand of dna it has a bunch of polypeptide pairs right and for any human, like 99 point something percent of those pairings will be identical because that's the part that makes us human. <laughs> and then right. the, the, um, the, st- the stuff that separates us from each other is a very small percentage. And that section of the DNA, maybe every synth has a certain portion of that that is identical to every other synth. But you would need enough uh, examples of that to verify it. That it it varies by a certain percentage from the average population, or something like that. I don't know. You get okay. what I'm saying?
3: Yeah. I uh, sorry. I'm like digging into Gen Three synth stuff. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, this says, though, entirely biological. Each Gen Three synth contains a neurological implant inside their brain, allowing them to be programmed and manipulated via via via. via
2: sure. Either voice commands. <laughs> right. <laughs> But a neurological imprint doesn't necessarily have to be a synthetic thing, right? It like it could be a it bi- can't biological be detected thing.
3: Detected or removed without killing them.
2: Okay, well, even if it is uh, synthetic, then then it's still yeah. it's so deep in the brain that it, it can't be detected and it can't be removed. So you right. wouldn't be able to use it to verify it.
3: Maybe maybe Doc saw it.
2: <laughs> yeah,
3: <laughs> he was getting in there, getting the trap and all out. He was like, ooh. What's
2: that? that back up. Yeah, I don't know. It's it's interesting stuff. This this leaves a lot of questions. Um, you know, it just goes to show that there are boundaries to our knowledge about these things because some of it just isn't addressed directly enough for us to know. Um, but it's cool. It's cool to speculate on this stuff. And of course, you could play through New Vegas as if you you were this character if you wanted to. You just you know that could be your own headcanon. You just role play like that.
3: Actually, sounds kind of
2: fun. Yeah, yeah. Like, well, I'm a synth and I'm from the Capital Ace and. I know what happened over there, and I've, you know, traveled all over the country.
3: Courier in the chat uh, was talking about people getting implants, like synthetic implants, and this really asked about, like, subdermal armor, and I don't, that seems like a lot, but we do Mm -hmm. know that there are characters in the games that do have, you know, bits and pieces that are uh, enhanced. yeah. So that's definitely possible. Oh yeah. That's um, from even from Fallout one question of like, yeah. at what point are you no longer a human? Right? right. Right. At what point are you, are you, have you just turned yourself into an Android? <laughs> like,
2: right. Yeah. Come join so, our conversations on the cyberpunk lore cast. Cause we talk about that a lot going full board, oh, sure. you know, like, you know, these, <laughs> these is the ship, you know, at what point is the ship a different ship? What makes it the same ship? Um, all that kind of stuff. You replace one plank at a time and eventually you replace all, all the planks of wood on the ship. Is it even the same ship? So, yeah. Some really fun discussions. So thanks for uh, thanks for presenting this again, Lainey. Some really cool stuff. I would love to... This leaves a lot of open-ended questions. I think that we've probably opened up more questions than we've solved, but yeah, I think that's still fun because there's no <laughs> there's no solid answer. Like, If there was a solid answer, we would have discovered it probably in the last 13 years or something, right? There would be an article about it somewhere. But you know, it it leaves it open-ended and that's fun and I, I think it's just another one of those fun things that we're never going to quite get the answer for. So it's kind of more fun for it to be a mystery but I'd love to hear your thoughts. Please, uh, you know, let us know. Shoot us a message on Twitter or Jump into the Discord, send us some some notes over there. If you've got any other insight or any other theories, if there's other theories you have about the courier's true identity, I know there's other ones out there and we didn't get to them. But if you feel like if you feel very strongly about one or you think one's really interesting, please share it with us. We'd love to, you know, geek over it. We'd love to nerd out about it on on the Discord. So go do that. And um uh, I believe that's it for this episode. Lainey, what do you have going on? Are you gonna be doing any streaming anytime soon? What else is going on?
3: I'm gonna stream right now. What? What? Yeah, what? I'm back. Hi, friends. I'm streaming. Hi, friends. I'm back. As of today.
2: <laughs> so what are you going to play?
3: Uh, I think some 76. I might start out pretty soft. I might do some some nuclear winter. I just. Pretty soft. I don't know. Nuclear winter. Pretty soft. Nuclear winter.
2: No, I don't know. I like. I, <laughs> I'm going to get murdered and burned alive. It'll be an easy. It'll be a pretty simple experience. Pretty soft. It won't be too intense.
3: That's like I don't know, like battle royales are like comfort games to me. I'm like, oh, I just run around and shoot things. Okay. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> yeah.
2: All right. Yeah. Um, there's so many quests still for you to get through in 76. That might oh, be fun. You may want to like mainline some of those quests and just go from one yeah. thing to the next and just get through the story. Um yeah. There's some good stuff. Yeah. Did you see the the roadmap for seventy six for the rest of the year? They released a thing no, about I it.
3: I haven't I haven't even looked at seventy six in and-
2: Yeah. So we're going to get the continuation of the Brotherhood story this summer. We're going to get uh, the alien stuff, which we talked about last week, um, or at least Monday with our patrons uh, coming in the fall or early, early winter. So all sorts of fun stuff, plus a bunch of patches with all sorts of added benefits and things. Um, so lots of really cool stuff. So, yeah, dig into that stuff. And if you, if you want to work on like a cool camp build or something, um, there's there are a lot of people in our community that do that. And it would be really neat to, like, come up with some really cool camp stuff to do. Trying to, I, I, I tried to get Oliver to play with me. <laughs> he played uh, back on Tuesday, was it? And um, it's not his favorite game, but I'm trying to get him to like it. <laughs> I think if he plays yeah. it more, he'll like it more. Uh, but he wants to make, like, a really funny camp or, a, or a, a trap camp or something. Like, some sort of camp with some mechanics going on. So that might be fun. So I love that. Yeah. Yep. Well, um, let's see. What do I have going on? I've been, I, you know what, guys? I've been focusing a lot on our Rocket Club, the, uh, the group of people that I've been mentoring for podcasts and podcasting and that, those kinds of things. Um, I've been sharing a lot of information on the um, podcast's subreddit, so reddit.com slash r slash podcasts, I think, TS, plural at the end. Um, I've been chiming in there once or twice a week answering people's questions and things I've also I also have a second YouTube channel called the podcast professor so you can look that up on YouTube if you want with a bunch of videos that answer questions about podcasting and those kinds of things Um, but uh, this is gonna be uh, a major thing for me it's gonna be something I I work on every week put out new videos for so if you're interested in learning more about podcasting there's a bunch of free resources I've got out there for you if you are interested in um, having you know, actual mentorship and working with us and the other podcasts in a group. We've got nine podcasts that are part of the Rocket Club now, a lot of Fallout content. Um, then you can sign up for that as well and join us every week. And we talk about things that we can do to improve our podcasts and reach out to a bigger audience and all sorts of stuff. So go check that out. There's info on the robotsradio.net page and other than that been streaming some games and playing some stuff probably going to play some more stuff this weekend tonight is our elder scrolls online guild event on friday nights we're doing that and on saturdays either in the afternoon or the evenings we've been getting together and playing games last week we played jackbox party pack seven i think we might do some more jackbox this weekend as well so come join us for that you guys jackbox is great because you, all you have to do is watch the stream and have a browser open and you can play in your browser so you don't even have to have the game uh, so super fun, easy to play, easy to join in. As many people as want to play can join in because once you get past the total number, you can just be in the audience and you still get to vote on stuff. So it's a lot of fun. So come join us for that. All that happens on twitch.tv slash robots radio and that's what I got going on. Lainey? Yes? You good?
3: Yeah. I'm, I'm set up my stream. <laughs> All
2: right. You set up your stream. Chat, you guys hang out for a minute. We'll raid Lainey. We'll send you on over to her stream after the this is done and uh thank you for being here everyone until next week make sure you're not a well i don't know if you're a synth or not a synth don't get shot in the head twice i guess the that's the lesson and if you do make sure you've got a robot to dig you up and a dock take care of you so see you guys later bye To plug into everything else we're doing, check out robotsradio.net. Also, look up the Robots Radio YouTube for videos about Fallout and other things, and check us out on Twitter twitter.com/robotsradio. You've been listening to a Robots Radio podcast, smart shows for interesting people. Check out all the shows at robotsradio.net.